You're listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. Woohoo! I'm back. I am in here nowhere near enough, and I gotta remember how to talk in this mic directly. That was not professional, Robin. Um, hi, everybody. Ink Studs, CITR, here in Vancouver. Right now, the reason I'm here today is we're doing a funding drive at CITR to raise funds for all the special work we do. Me, myself, Ink Studs has been on here for seven and a half years. Hard to believe, eh, boys? Wow. What is that in comic years? (laughs) Depression. (laughs) Um, I'm joined in the studio by Mr. Robin Bougie. Hey. Brian Fukushima. Hello. And Brandon Graham. What up? What up? Uh, I kind of asked these guys because they are fun people to talk to, and I want to make this hour interesting while I'm continuously telling you to donate money, 604-822-8648. And... Some guys have stuff they're working on. Most importantly is uh, Mr. Robin Bougie. Uh, maybe before we get into what you got coming out, why don't you tell us a, bit, a little bit about what we just listened to? Oh, that was a track called... Um, oh, what was it called? Oh, it was called Wallop. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a CD uh, that I just put out called Pussy Brats, which is a collection of uh, classic 1970s and 80s uh, porn soundtrack music. Uh, mostly which came from like uh, catalog music which was like music that you could rent from like a catalog (laughs) so it wasn't actually recorded most of it wasn't actually recorded specifically for porn movies but uh, it that's what it was used for does anyone know anything about the people that made the music well that particular track was by, by a guy named Brian Bennett and he did a lot of like orchestral stuff in the 70s and 80s but yeah, it's it's all really cool music. I mean, and you can definitely when you listen to it, all I all I, all I can think about is people humping in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be horrible if the composer at home was just like you know, you know, at the time pouring his heart into it. Yeah, exactly. He's like, this is how I felt when my mother remarried, and I just this was for their <laughs> wedding, and I, and I was so happy for. Her. And then like later on, he's like, I'm just getting a porno, and he's like, Hey, I recognize that track. <laughs> It was uh, the dad from Blossom. That's what he did. Whoa! Yeah. Um, One of the reasons I actually wanted to have, especially uh, Robin and Brian here, is uh, part of Ink Studs being on CITR for so long. It's when I first started the show, both these guys were really instrumental in uh, supporting me and what I did. Um, Brian allowing me to use their website, and I've mentioned this before, and Brian's been on, uh, Crown Commission, which is a now defunct? I don't know. It's, what's <laughs> defunct? Yeah, look, if Backstreet Boys can come back twice, <laughs> then... That's their song, though. Backstreet is back. All right. Crown, Crown Commission never went away. That's true. We've never officially disbanded, but we also haven't really done anything. We've actually never officially done anything. So we're, it's in, in a way, it's in progress. Like, we've never started doing I, anything. I should have brought the album. Which... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, they uh, recorded a hip-hop album back in the... Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't an album. 2000. It was an album. It no. Was, it was an EP. We Sorry. used to, every year, we used to... Uh, Ed Brisson and I started this, and we added people along the way, and every year we'd just get hammered and uh, recorded a rap song, like, on the spot. Uh, <laughs> like, basically, re- like, recording the beat and writing everything and just in the, in the span of two 
40s. The, the, <laughs> the best thing about them was that as you listen to the song, you could tell we were getting progressively drunker yeah. like, throughout the recording of the track. The, yeah, and I, I'm like trying to do production on my computer, and it's just like getting sloppier and sloppier. Uh, <laughs> so it was fun, but it's not listenable, yeah. and I don't think anyone needs to hear. We'll do a new one one day, though. I think we should. I think we should do get that. The, should. Get Joseph Bergen back up here. Oh, I'd love to. The uh, Colorston Brandon's comic Prophet. There's a very uh, lovely verse of him rapping, which uh, he's a, he's a good drunk rapper. Yeah. Right, it's all about profit, right? His rap. <laughs> That's right. Oh. <laughs> um, one of the great things about donating to CITR, specifically while Ink Studs is on and you're supporting Ink Studs, is you can get books. And so I was very lucky and I got donations from four publishers uh, Fanographics, Top Shelf Comics, Koyama Press, most wonderful Annie Koyama, and Rebus Books. Um, so I'm just going to list off the books. Please indulge me for a second, gentlemen. Please. We can critique them as he goes. <laughs> Brandon, we're trying to get people to give us money. Uh, they're actually all pretty great books. I'm pretty excited by uh, what they donated. The first off uh, from Rebus Books is Barrel of Monkeys by the French duo of Rupert and Mulot. Or Ed Mulot. I was saying what that one's about. It was, that was bizarre. That one's an odd kind of... They're this French duo where they draw stuff together, and so there's no kind of style that you can recognize. It's one or the other. And so they all meld together. And this one's this weird thing, this kind of abstract comic where these guys are wandering around, and they eventually end up in, like, this orgy thing. But they're not actually in the orgy. It's just them talking about going to this thing, and then this is part where this woman pulls her own eyeball out. It's pretty amazing right, it's comic. It's an orgy of people that all have... Um... Like physical deformities? Yeah. So but there's no there's no like sexually explicit content in the book. It's just Right. But there's lots of scenes of them like kind of standing off off panel of what's going on and kind of looking and, and smoking cigarettes and talking about like, oh, there's someone trying to, you know, stick something in an elephant. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's very French. <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour. Uh Came the Dawn, the collection of Wallywood uh comics from the E C days. From Fanographics, uh, Infinite Kung Fu by uh, Kagan McLeod. Um, he was working on that for a long time. Uh, Any Empire by Nate Powell. Underwater Welder by Jeff Lemire. Uh, a little Charlie Brown Christmas book from Fanographics. Uh, you know who did it. Charles, should I tell people? Charles Schultz. Just say it. Uh, Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> tell us who was in the Beatles while you're at it. <laughs> Snoopy. <laughs> Stu Sutcliffe. Four, four Snoopies. <laughs> like his brother or his cousins. Uh, and... The Snoopy with the mustache, the like, the kind of, uh, the south of the border drug trafficking Snoopy. What's his name? Uh, <gasps> that was very uh, inappropriate, Brandon. <laughs> no, there, was the, there was the other Snoopy where Charles Schultz would draw the, Well, there was like, like the Joe Cool. No, that was just maybe, Snoopy with sunglasses. Maybe that. that's it. No, you're right. I remember. It's the uh, the guy from the Mexican Chili. Oh, he was, from, that for, ships. He was from Needles, right? What? what <laughs> <laughs> um, the Castle Waiting by Linda Medley. It's the first volume. And all these books, if you donate at 604-822-8648, you can get one of them if you donate $30, as well as you can get a Friends of CITR card. If you donate $75, you can get one of the following books. And they're all very nice. A package of Koyama Press Comics, which uh, includes almost everything that she's done for comics in the last couple of years, nice. including uh, the very rare Lose Number Two oh, nice. by cool. Michael DeForge, and uh, everyone's nodding their head in the room. Uh, that's a hard. That's a. That's a. That that comic's not getting reprinted. And Michael DeForge is. Uh, he's pretty good. I like that guy. It's a good comic. 
It's a good comic. And uh, also has Luz number three, number four, number five. And it fe- there's also a uh, couple of Tin Can Forest books. Their award-winning work, uh, Baba Yaga. And there's a uh, Steve Wolfhard comic in there. Dirty mm-hmm. Keeps It Steady. Oh, yeah, that one's good, too. And there's a Brian Fukushima comic in there. No way. No way. I thought I had burned all of those. Well, there you go. You can get this book. It uh, actually looks pretty cool. You remember that one thing that I did in year and a half? I haven't seen your Koyama book. Huh? I haven't seen your Koyama book. Yeah, a mini comic. Cereal. Oh, yeah. It's called Cereal. And it's about cereal mascot. I guess I have to donate now. Uh, yes, you do. So for $75, you can get that package. And it's a pretty sweet thing. Uh, Nate Bomber's comic oh, is nice. in there. Um, it's oh, nice. Nice. Ow. Uh, Ow. Chris Eliopoulos, uh, his uh, little book is in there. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's all really good stuff. Zach Wharton's little mini. Um, we have the Humbug Collection, the two-volume hardcover set from Fantagraphics of the Humbug magazine, which is uh, 12 issues, was it, Bouge? I think it was, yeah. It's yeah. a package of coal. <laughs> Featuring <laughs> what a shitty prize. Twenty-five dollars pay up. Yeah, hey, it can become diamonds. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, I'd like to donate to get the bum hug. It features work by uh, Harvey Kurtzman, Jack Davis, El Jaffe, Arnold Roth. Um, Is it pronounced Jaffe? I always thought it was Jaffe. Yeah, that's what I thought too, but. I... I only knew that. I, that's what I only thought that because that's how I read it when I was a child. Yeah, same. <laughs> Maybe it is Jaffe. Al ja- Jaffe. 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 Two two seven. Right. <laughs> He's French. <Holy shit>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna leave here crying today. Um, volume three and four of the Floyd Gutferson uh, Mickey Mouse series, and this is uh, you don't need to have volumes one and two. This is where uh, stuff gets really good. This is a classic comic strip. <laughs> <laughs> from the thirties, very beautifully drawn. I'm ignoring you now. So you're saying you don't need to read the first two volumes to know what Mickey Mouse is doing? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this character? Uh it is actually very different from the from the Mickey Mouse you may think. It's more kind of swashbuckling adventure. I don't know if any of you have ever read any of the Floyd Gottfers and stuff. I don't oh. think I have, no. How is it stack up next to Air Pirates? Um well that's like <laughs> asking what like Fritz and the Cat is like next to Felix the Cat. Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> and so the answer is... <laughs> Nowhere near filthy enough. Um, Heart of Thomas by Moto Hagio, I think. I'm yeah, totally... Why I'm... are you looking at me when you <laughs> say <laughs> I was actually looked at Bouge first, and he, he got me the fucking look. Then I went to the Japanese you got, guy. You got brushed off by the, by the third base coach. Yeah, I was looking at that one in the, before we came in here, and that was it was impressive. It, I, I'm glad the Fenographics is putting out this old old girls manga it's it's really nice stuff um blankets by craig thompson what's that all about <laughs> why do you blankets. look at me <laughs> you're a white guy you should know yeah. do i look like a good christian boy you're a midwestern christian <laughs> there we go uh that's craig thompson's kind of breakthrough book from top shelf um nice he's a very nice man and it's a very nice book last year actually almost a year ago uh, i went down to portland with brandon and uh, a couple other friends and we filmed this thing where it's me well, I didn't really do anything. It's just you, Brandon, Craig Thompson, Mike Alred, the three of them talking. Oh my God. And it, there, we have like three or four hours of footage. It just kept going and going. It's a rocky venture. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you should have seen the drugs they were doing. Um, <laughs> it was really neat, and I'm hoping one day we'll actually have it, you know, up online because I think there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. But that's uh, some of the cool things I get to do with Inkstuds is be able to 
meet folks I really respect and really like. And so going down to Eugene, Oregon and hanging out at Mike Elbert's place and looking at, you know, Jack Kirby originals and I stuff really like, like that. I really like the, uh, there's, Alward pulled a great joke when we were in the Chinese restaurant. Oh my God. Where uh, we went to the bath, we all ordered, we, and he we, he was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, you guys order me the uh, the number two. And he goes to the bathroom and we're like, yeah, we want number two. He gets back and the waitress goes, number two, right? And he goes, no, I just peed. Uh, <laughs> hey yo! He was he was on the ball there. Nice. Yeah, it was. Uh, he's a very charming man, and it was a uh, it was a lovely day. I was a little embarrassed. <laughs> Apparently, he goes there all the time and says that joke every time. Oh, it's a good joke. <laughs> it's a good. Joke. I only ever met him once briefly at Stumptown. He came by my table and looked at my comics, and I could not talk to him, and he was too handsome. He is a handsome so man. He's too handsome like to drawings. talk to. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like you're like, oh, it's the guy because it's that's the guy. It's yeah. Like who else? Who else looks ex- bougie? Looks ex- I was out to lunch with her dinner or whatever with a bunch of comic artists the other day, and I was looking around the table. and I was thinking that everybody kind of draws a little bit what they look like, so yeah. you can you can spot them in a crowd or whatever. That's, that's true. true. Like yeah. the first time I ever met Colin Upton. I didn't. I just knew him from his drawing. I was a guy in a comic shop, and I was like, "That looks like the way Colin Upton draws himself." <laughs> he looks upset. I've never seen him before. <laughs> he looked so much more cheerful. Yeah, and I was like, "I'm like, are you Colin Upton?" He's like, "Oh, yes, I am." And I was like, "Wow, that's amazing! I, I spotted him." I would love to make a compilation. Every town has like cartoonists that everyone makes impressions of. This? I'd love to make just a compilation CD of everyone's impressions of. Everyone in New York would do a Dash Jaw impression. Once <laughs> so it'd be great to have like for every town. Like here in Cincinnati, we make fun of this guy. <laughs> you just haven't heard the uh, impression we do of you. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the last from this list is From Hell by Alan Moore and Based Eddie Campbell. On a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the movie by the guys that did Dead Prez. Uh-huh. Or was it Dead Presidents? They're after Dead Presidents. Dead Presidents Society. Dead, huh? Dead Presidents Society? The yeah. movie. So they stand on the, <laughs> they stand on the co- Robin Williams stands on the coffins and reads poetry. <laughs> um, and you can get those books for, if you donate, $75 as well. There's a whole other range of amounts. And if you call in at 604-822-8648 and donate... Um, they will uh, talk to you and get, hook you up with stuff. Um, as well as the stuff that I'm giving away, I'm also, everyone who donates to my show gets a copy of the Horror Hangover Zine, which is an art show I did back in November that was a lot of fun, and actually Robin helped out a lot for that show. Yeah, it was fun. That was, uh, you were uh, very valuable for the hanging experience. I got some really good drawings in that, too. Yep. Yeah, it's great, and Brian's in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's lots of good stuff in that. I, that was a good show, man. I loved yeah. that. My my wife's in it, Rebecca Dart. Oh, she did a really cool picture. Yes. Yeah. What's your problem, Brandon? Well, I was busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So everyone gets one of those. Uh, anyone that donates thirty dollars gets a friends of CITR card, which gets you doing uh, discounts at a wide range of places, including RX Comics and Lucky's Comics. Nice. So for uh, any comic buddies. That's a good way to save money. For $75, you can get the Friends of CITR card and the special CITR radioversary t-shirt because 75, CITR has been on for 75 years. What? Word. That seems like too long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think it's about time we pull a plug on this thing. That, that, that's a little bold booze. That's Sorry, actually I, 10 I, years before radio was <laughs> that, came, that came out wrong. That doesn't add up. That's not quite how I meant it. This but. guy's full of crap. 
on the air for 300 years now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I meant it. Was like, that's wow, that's way a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> seems like too long. <laughs> You're a horrible man. <laughs> but I love you nonetheless. For $101.90, I can't speak, uh, you get the Francis EITR card, the Radioversity t-shirt, and the Pop Alliance LP. I understand that Is LP- that all about popples? <laughs> remember that show? Yeah. I don't remember that show. You don't remember that? They're little furry animals that you could roll into balls. They turn. Yeah, <laughs> someone made a taxidermy one of like a real cat. Oh that God. They turned into Are a you ball. serious? Yeah. Mm. Nasty. Yeah. Um, for two hundred fifty dollars, you get two friends cards, a t the t shirt, the LP, <laughs> calendar, and a tote bag, <laughs> and we're also doing something. Um, it's nice having Brian here. Oh, I should also mention I forgot. Robin brought copies, the new copy of Cinema Sewer, the new copy of Sleazy Slice, and a back issue of Cinema mm-hmm. Sewer, the previous issue. Yeah. Which, if you donate $30, you can get that, which also comes with what we're going to be listening to today, Pussy Brats. Yes. I'm looking at this panel from the new Cinema Sewer with a, <laughs> with a nice James Stokoe cover, by the way. But um, he's, he's a drawing that Bougie here has done of Dazzler and Robin Williams making out. It's a very nice drawing. <laughs> that, that is based on a sort, a sort of reality that almost happened. That, that would have been Bo Derek playing Dazzler. Oh. Nice. Although I just drew her kind of as she would be in, a, in the comic. And Robin Williams is saying Shazbot, as he would have said in the film. <laughs> yeah, it was a movie that was almost made. Almost made so close. <laughs> uh, when, what, when, when would that have been? Uh, well, that was originally the Dazzler character was supposed to be uh, a tie-in with the movie, and the movie didn't happen, and they just went ahead and made the comic. Oh. So it was supposed to be an album. It was supposed to be like this cross-promotional thing. It was supposed to be an album, supposed to be a movie, and a comic all coming out at the same time. Uh. And she, her love interest in the movie was Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> all of love interests at that time. And Kiss and the Village People were supposed to be in it. That would have right. been amazing. Yeah. That would have been the best superhero movie. And Lenny and Squiggy. Of course. But th- that might have just been horrible. No, no, that, that well, been the, horrible. The, the great thing about really forward-seeing uh, comics executives is that the re- one of the reasons it didn't come out then is because Disco fell. Yeah. yeah. That would have been a better reason to do it. Yeah. Like, Screw you guys. We're doing it anyway. Disco lives. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, superhero this. movies ever do anything, like, trendy? It's like, right. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is like, ladies and gentlemen, Macy Gray. And you're like, huh? <laughs> oh, it was a Macy Gray concert? Like, oh, and everyone's here. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it was also supposed to take place in a post-apocalyptic New York as well. Oh, well, oh why not? <laughs> that is sounding better, actually. Disco one, and this is what happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. I think they should make it today. They should do that very same movie. The same. Robin Williams back then was such a different Robin Williams. Yeah. Though. Like, it's weird how good Popeye is. Yeah, <laughs> really. Well, you know who wrote that? Jules Pfeiffer. Oh, nice. And I've, I've never seen it. You know, what? You haven't lived. I've never seen Popeye. What? Really good. Jason Turner is like banging his phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> how could this be? I thought we were friends. <laughs> Friendship over. Uh, please donate 604-822-8648. I think we're going to play another song. Mm, please do. Uh, what would you like to hear from? Uh, from Pussy Bratz. Uh, let's hear uh, track 10. Uh uh, from a movie called Hot Rackets from 1979. Nice. And don't forget, if you do donate, you will get this CD. And you can order it from Robin Bougie. Yeah, it's available from cinemasewer.com. There we go. And cinemasewer.ecreator.com, right? Or yeah. e- Did I get it right? Yeah, you can link to it from cinemasewer.com. Okay. There we go. We'll be right back. Ink studs.
I should have warned you, the mic was coming on there, Brandon. Uh, listener discretion be advised. We're, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm back, Inkside CITR 101.9 FM. I'm joined by Robin Bougie, Brian Fukushima, and Brandon Graham. Hello. Hello. Um, Hello. 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 It's nice to be here. My name's Brandon Graham. <laughs> That's the impression that's going around the town. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, now, Brandon, you're going to be in Seattle this weekend. I think, Brian, you're going to be in Seattle this weekend, too, for Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks in Seattle and Vancouver folks going down, you can see these guys. And Brian will probably just be palling around with some bros. And Brandon will be tabling at table AO something. Yeah, I'm actually really excited because I get to do a panel about porn comics while I'm there. And Howard Chankin will be on it, which will be. A surreal fun, yeah. I, I really hope Howard Chaykin yells at you. I hope so. I mean, that's the thing is, I've, I've people have asked me if I've met him before, and I've seen him because I'm terrified of him because he's one of those guys who's kind of famous for dressing down people. <laughs> I'm I, sure, I'm sure we'll get along fabulously, but yeah, I've known uh, some comic pros that just can't get the nerve to talk to him. I think Dan Nadell wrote about it somewhere about how he saw Howard at a convention, just couldn't up to him he's just too <laughs> i saw him at a convention once and i was like oh there maybe i'll talk to him and it was just his he had this way of sitting at the table he had nothing on the table he's just like sitting there just like ready to berate you <laughs> do you have his leg up like on, on yeah, top of the yeah table? he was naked yeah, yeah. ac slater backwards in yeah, a yeah. chair his, his nuts breaking. were resting on the table <laughs> i dare you to speak to me look in the eyes look at the eyes um now, Bougie uh, just launched uh, the latest issues of Cinema Sewer and Sleazy Slice. Uh, As one would launch a turd. Wow. At They Live Video. <laughs> the thing they have really? a great bathroom there. Yeah. Um, now, Sleazy Slice, uh, this is uh, your long-going anthology. Did you think you'd be going this good and strong with it? This is what, issue six? Issue six, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't really. Uh it's still not like the most successful comic in the world. In fact, if you know, if I was smart, I'd probably just cancel it. But I just enjoy doing it so much. It doesn't really have. It's so it's so freaking filthy that I, there's no place I can sell it. It's like you no know, diamond won't carry it. You know, it's just too this dirty. Is a morally so, outraging comic book, by the way. I'm, I'm looking at a panel okay. of a woman biting off a so, man's penis. Yeah, and it's like it's let's worse just keep in mind think. that we're on the radio and people are listening. You know, they have to know. like you know, like. This comic is out there. You need to take your children out of school right now and put them in your basement. <laughs> Just because this comic exists. Lock the doors. Well, this, this is a... It's, yeah, don't it's... have children. This comic exists. <laughs> this comic is erasing children from existence. Yes. <laughs> well, um... Oh, look, it, there's a group hug panel. <laughs> yeah, but then when, look what happens when you flip the page. They will. Oh. 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 Uh, yeah. It's the it's the the longest comic I've ever done. It's forty four pages. Uh, it's a sixty six page or sixty four page comic, uh, but it's an anthology. And uh, Maxine Frank and I did a, a forty four page comic in it called uh, uh, Hump, Hump Monkey Wasteland. And uh, it's how is that not the most successful comic? <laughs> I know, right? I know. Come on, it's a post apocalyptic uh, girl gang porn comic. So think of kind of like the Warriors, but everybody's a chick and they're all having sex. <laughs> and it takes place in the land. Um But this story is a story you've been kind of sitting on for a while. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be uh, my second live-action porn movie. 
I did The Coming of Jesus, uh, <laughs> which I produced, which was the first uh, heterosexual biblical porn epic, as I like to call it. So when you say heterosexual, was there a lot of... There was two gay, <laughs> there was two gay ones before. <laughs> the beat. So I, can't, I can't say it's the first biblical porn epic. Because was, it was it the first coming and the second coming? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were going to do the sequel, which was the second coming, the story of Homoses. Is that a... And that would have been our, our gay one. Okay. So Isn't that's that... all about the old testy event? Hi-yo! But then we were going to do... Yeah, then we were going to do Humbuggy Ways. But I don't, then, I don't know, just... You know what? I am I just stuck to comics. I'm Is just... spirit not in you? It's my... <laughs> I'm in my element when I'm doing comics. I, I, I just can't... I can't get my nut up, you know, to, mm. to, to do the... Wow. To do the, you know... It's going to be such a different thing. Because a friend of mine always says about... About porn comics, you have the creep that does it, yeah, and then the creep that buys it, yeah, absolutely. You take, take out any of the middle people that may or that you know might need the money or had bad childhoods or whatever, yeah, yeah. And so, and so it's good. It's just two gross dudes being gross dudes. That's for, that's, but that's not what, in the same room or at the same time. Yeah, no, they don't, no eye contact. Is a thing. Pervert, perverts need each other. It's yeah. a it's a support network. Yeah, exactly. You know, not that there's not like gross lady dudes yeah. involved in. The same. I like the Maxine, and it's. It's it's cool to go through this and, and try to find what is yours and what is Maxine's art. Oh yeah, she's filthy too. Yeah, and the amazing thing, I, I love running into you guys when you're working on this because for a while what was we, the, we draw it in public. I guess yeah, we they draw it that. in public and they find the nicest like little grandma cafes <laughs> to do their anal fisting. They do it. <laughs> they do it in a pool hall, Brandon. That's not a nice grandma well, it is place. Now, but for a while, for a they, while they we moved to like four different places. Yeah, because they keep going out. We're like the touch of death. They keep going out of business. She <laughs> wonder <laughs> why. <laughs> They see what you're working on, and they take their children out of the school, and they leave town. <laughs> Don't forget to donate, 604-822-8648. And you yourself, if you donate $30, you can get these filthy comics to keep away from your children. Please keep them away from your children. Please. Please. Um, keep them away from your unborn children <laughs> that you're not going to have when you read the comics. <laughs> You'll never get turned on again. <laughs> Nothing will ever live up to it. Oh. Um, now, the cinema sewer, um, how long have you been doing the sewer for? Uh started in uh, 97. 97. And you have, this is issue 26? That's correct. And you also have three books? Uh, yeah, working on the fourth. Just actually sending the fourth one to the printer today. Really? Fantastic well, to the publisher, the bathroom, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's that's where they're designed to be read, actually. Yeah, James Stokoe always has a copy of, of the Cinema Sewer books in his bathroom. And that's where I do all of my business. <laughs> <laughs> do you, like, go across town to use his bathroom? Yeah, no. I, I, there, there's a, I put a, um, a clipboard on the wall, and I actually sign in when I show up. <laughs> is it like that? deuce and leave. Is it like at the McDonald's where someone has to sign off when they clean the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've also just announced uh, my first uh, coffee table book as well which is uh, Graphic Thrills, which will be coming out on July 25th. And that's a, uh, a large-sized poster book of uh, detailing the history of classic adult movie posters from 1970 to 1985. Wow. And it's full color, and it's, I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's the best writing I've ever done. Nice. So you wrote articles about the history of okay. Yeah, it's a, it'll be like a full-page poster and then like a big block of text kind of talking about like the people who made the, the poster artists and the people who made the film and interviews with the stars and uh, oh, that's really cool every, anybody i could track down that was still alive yeah or willing to talk to you yeah exactly that was also an issue but yeah i was uh reading the new cinema sewer last night and there's one person who did the um the documentary on the collaborator with ed wood right yeah and and about how like he's trying to interview people for this documentary 
and I guess one woman threatened to sue him yeah. if he tried yeah. to contact her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess Let's a lot stuff. of people, they do it when they're young, and then they regret their uh, wild past, or people that go and get more conservative. As well, in, in the case of the poster artists, a lot of them weren't involved in the porn industry. They were just commercial artists right. who got a gig to, and they didn't, you know, like, oh, it's a poster. And, and keep in mind, these, these posters were designed to uh, display on, on the street or in the lobby of these theaters, so a lot of them don't have nudity. So a lot of these guys, they don't, they don't consider themselves doing anything filthy, but then, you know, along some, comes some pervert like me. Right. And I'm like, ah, would you like to... <laughs> <laughs> get the kids in the basement! <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing this book, and I really like to... <laughs> yes, get the kids in the basement. <laughs> They're like, I have nothing to do with porn leave you, me alone! Have you thought about not using that voice when you call strangers? <laughs> don't ever call here again! Oh, you've got a Your article in here. I nice. love Your Hunter from the future. Yes, yes. I feel like he's our Hunter from the future. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's um, there's there's this kind of cliche of like the child found with half for, with half a medallion and mm-hmm. trying to find his secret past. And yours is the only movie I've actually seen that does that. Right. And it turns out he's from a sci- He's like a barbarian who's from like a science fiction culture. Well, that's what I love is that's the twist. Is that yeah. it's, it's they give away the twist in the title. Your Hunter from the future. Mm-hmm. It's like oh well he's from the future. Oh okay. It's one of those movies I saw when I was a kid and I was like this is the best thing ever. And then in my 20s, I was like, oh, I should see your again. And I saw it, and I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I dragged my grandmother to see that movie. When it's I was better a than Gore. It's better than Ator. Yeah. It's better than... <laughs> that's, that's all true, actually. All the Or movies. I prefer it to Kroll, even. Ooh. <laughs> strong words. And Kroll, like, I actually like, I live a fair amount of my life based on the Cyclops and Kroll. Because, you know, he, he did that thing. What? <laughs> no, yeah. I often talk about, like... Had like, a sweet beard. Yeah. No, no. But no. James, James Stokoe and me... Um, I often talk about how, in, so the Cyclops and Kroll, his whole thing is the Cyclopses gave up an eye to be able to see the future. So in it, um, he, like they he all did. know their death. And so they have like a kind of pleasant way they're going to die or whatever. And he to he avoids his real death that he was going to do and, and goes to help his friends. And so he dies in a grisly, horrible way. I think like an elevator door closes on him or something. But... Um, and I always talk to James about how, like, I have my own death, and 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 somehow at some point I'm going to die a horrible, grisly way at his hands because I, <laughs> I am going. To you got it all planned out. Yeah, no, I've been thinking about it. No, okay, don't worry. Well, this sounds a lot more interesting than Looper. I like Looper. <laughs> okay, Fruit Looper. Did you did you not enjoy that film? It was okay. You just uh, bought into all the hate hype after the fact, yeah. didn't you? I still, I still prefer Brick, but but that I haven't guy, actually seen Brick. Oh, Brick is a fine. Looper film. was okay. Is that I just travel too. No, that, uh, that one's really cool because it's set in like a high school, but it's all done like film noir. Huh. So he's like, you know, he goes behind the Seven Eleven and he's like beating these guys up, and he's like, I need to find out where Susie eats lunch. <laughs> They're like, I'm not talking, man. <laughs> What's with all these one word movie titles? Huh? <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> well, you preferred the like uh, the hilarious journey of <laughs> yeah, Billy <well>. Buttons, <laughs> <laughs> raw meat, Ooh. Uh-huh. King Frat. I'm reading the titles here. Uh, the Sun God is good. Remember, donate at six zero four eight two two eight six four eight, and you can get some books: Barrel of Monkeys by Repair Mulo, Came the Dawn by Wally Wood, Infinite Kung Fu by Kaga McLeod, and the Empire by Nate Powell, Underwater Welder. By Jeff Lemire, uh, a Charlie Brown, Brown book by Charles Schultz, or as he's commonly known Snoopy. among circles, Sparky. Oh, really? Sparky. Is that true? Yeah. I that's thought we nickname. weren't supposed to tell anybody about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm getting kicked out of Fight Club. Um, Castle Waiting by Linda Medley. Uh, Schultz is in Fight Club? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> they keep moving someone's head when he goes to kick it. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> uh, package of comics from Koyama Press. Uh, the Humbug Collection, uh, edited by Harvey Kurtzman. Uh, Mickey Mouse, uh, two-volume slipcase set, uh, featuring Floyd Gottfriedson's comic strips. Uh, Heart of Thomas by Moto Agio. Uh, you look at Ryan when I say I'm that. Not, not <laughs> uh, Black Kids by Craig Thompson and From Hell by Eddie Campbell and Alan Moore, as well as Everyone Gets a Horror Hangover, or you can also get the package of two issues of Cinema Sewer, A Sleazy Slice, and Pussy Brats. Pussy Brats. Pussy Brats. <laughs> That's my favorite treat when I go to a Vancouver Canadiens baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking, Robert? You don't go for the footlong hot <laughs> <laughs> Go for the Pussy Brats. What? Just to fuck with Robin in his in his horror hangover, you should put out a a, a graphic novel and call it Horror Hangover. Mm. Oh. And it's about her testicles. <laughs> wow. Okay, I think it's time for another song break. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, here's a. This is gonna be uh, the theme song to Sex World. What track number? Track twelve. Track twelve. There we go. All right, we'll be right back. Don't forget to call in and donate six zero four eight two two eight six. Four eight. All right. Okay, we're on the air, Brandon. <laughs> Sorry, was just, my mind is elsewhere. I was in Sex World. Uh, Inkstead, CITR 101.9 FM. Uh, we just got a donation from Jamie. Thank you very much, Jamie. 
Janie. Thank you. Janie. Janie. Was it Janie? No, it was Jamie. 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 Janie. Um, both, both of them. So the fundraising goal here at CITR is $30,000. The funding drive will be going from today. It started at noon today. So we're very new into it. But we'd like to uh, pile on the dollars and uh, maybe make it rain here or something. I don't know. <laughs> wow. I should never say that. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a water sports. We're show. making it rain in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Janie, there we go. All right. See, I was right. No, I was Can we just get that on the record, Bouge? I was right for once. It was for Jay-Z. Once. We decided it was Jay-Z. I still think he's cheap. <laughs> um, when I was in New York, this one guy was telling me a story about how, like, every guy in New York seems to, like, be with, like, a woman that's always more successful than them. It's, like, this common thing where, like, what? guys... Being a woman? Yeah. No, well... Much better being a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and even... Draws and stumble around in high heels. <laughs> Let's go, girls. Even, uh... <laughs> and his theory was, like, even Jay-Z has someone that's more successful than him. Oh. He's got Beyonce. Yeah. You know? So, you know, it's like, eh, oh, there we go. Hey, that was a very interesting, Beyonce? was it? <laughs> um, so we're trying to get the money up there. Let's see if we can hit $200. We got another uh, $23 to go. So if someone calls in right now, 604-822-8648. To donate. Can they get specific books, or is it just? A yeah. Random? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, that 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 young boy gay German manga <laughs> that you've got, I highly recommend. Someone Heart of it. Thomas. Heart of Thomas. Yes. Thomas's heart on, I believe it was originally mm. called. Call in for that. Yeah. Call in for that. There's Six. a part where a guy's like upset and he calls someone Fraulein, which is <laughs> great. Call in Upton for that. Yeah. Uh, 604-822-8648, which apparently sure it's also uh, CITR unit. Or no, 822-UNIT. 604-822-UNIT. UNIT. UNIT. This ties 604-822 into the uh, unit. TV show I've been watching lately. All right. Um, so we had a question. I told people earlier to tweet us questions. And so uh, Ben has a question um, for Mr. Bougie. Okay. Just how much of a freak in bed are you? What was the question? How much of a freak in bed? Oh, <laughs> how much of a freak in bed are you? How much of a freak in bed? I'm not a guy. bed. I'm a human. What? That's what uh, I said. That's what I thought. The question. Yeah, next question. <laughs> I am a human. Man, <laughs> uh, internet, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. For, I don't know. I I kind of get it all out on the on the paper. That, that sounds kind of gross. Why don't you use wax paper or parchment? For that? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta use wax. <laughs> No, I, I so you purposely I'm, make lots of mistakes, and you have to use whiteout. <laughs> I'm pretty boring. I'm pretty boring in bed. Well, you know, I I I I, I, I get to the church on time. You know what I'm saying? Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> I see someone's trying to call us in the studio. Whoa, I'm not going to answer the phone in here. I'm sorry. Um, call us six zero four eight two two eight six four eight. Yeah, poor poor Brian, sensitive eyes. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, am I covering okay, Brian? Uh, yeah, it's good. There we go. Um, I, I, and then we have this lamp right in front of us. Like, I'm not sure what that's all about. It's like staring. It's like a third, third degree here. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like another microphone, but it's a lamp. Yeah, so, yeah, talk. Robin, Robin has this light trained right on their eyes. <laughs> I don't want them to see what I'm doing right now. Yeah. 604-822-8648. Um, Kate, just hang up. Uh, I'm not going to answer it if it's important. Call 604 Maybe we should take it. I don't know. No. What if it's an emergency? Yeah. Then they should call 911. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we have to talk someone down. Maybe it's like a... Maybe it's like a um, if I was feeling suicidal, I think the three of you would be the worst people to go heist. to. Maybe somebody desperately needs to know what kind of freaking bed you are. Yeah. I'm a very private man. <laughs> 
Go to www.inksex.com. I think you're dot a C-E. You're a seedy posture, Peter. That's C-A, yeah. 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 That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hammock. I'm joined by Robin Bougie, Brian Fukushima, and the always charming Brandon Graham. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the things that Robin did for me uh, early on, which I appreciate, is uh, he came for the character of me, of the Dirty Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and why don't you tell people about how uh, he kind of got grosser and grosser. <laughs> Every time you draw him, he got grosser. Well, you got grosser and grosser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was just looking at you, man. <laughs> I just showed up. Those looks are fake. You can't see my hand. Those pretty know, days are behind you. It's a cute little bird character, you know, kind of bald, and it looks like he's been punched in the head a couple times. And- <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and I'll give him a little wisp of hair on top, like you got. His eyes are pointing. Oh. <laughs> He's got more than a wisp. And then, I got uh, three wisps. I don't know. There's something about him that, yeah, you just want to draw him uglier and uglier every time you. And I've noticed you've had a lot of other people draw him, and uh, some of some people have done such a wonderful job on that character. Marion's working on one now, and it's like a really, it's like in a suit and really like a good-looking dirty bird. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a change. Mm-hmm. There's, someone did one of me in a uh, kind of Rushmore type uh, sweater vest look. And then there's one where someone drew me. Vicky Norino drew, drew something very lovely. Just <laughs> Google Vicky Norino. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, thinking of when Brian was a teen, does he wish he could have something as cool as YOLO? When I was a teen? Yeah. Boy. Well, what? YOLO is like, what? I never think I'd see you sink YOLO. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I don't understand the question. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't think I do either. I, it's, uh, I think, I think sorry, Connor. Asking if um, you're upset that, I'm, that every era has its horrible, stupid shit. Oh, yeah, that's true. I right. suppose so. No, it's not bracelets. I'm good. He, I didn't have snap bracelets. I don't right. know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I could think of is like snap bracelets. Jelly belly shoes. Uh, yeah. um, you had some stupid crap when you were growing up that kids would say and people would, you know. Yeah, I don't really know what, though. You, for, you forget it because uh, it's dumb. Did anyone ever wear their pants on backwards? <laughs> Crisscross. No. Crisscross. I'm not, like, I never, I, I'm from a small jump, jump. town. There was nothing, like, trendy about the place. And then even if there was, it was, like, five years behind what was happening here. You know, which is five years what's happened behind what's happening anywhere else. Was that Merritt? Yeah, Merritt, BC. I remember uh, deeply eating cabbage or garbage pail kids when I was a kid. You were eat, eating them? No, I hated them. Oh, because there was like a big thing at my school, and I was oh, just yeah. like, "They're awesome! I love them. What's wrong That's with you? I, I have all these Screw things that are you. drawn in the sand. From I when hate I was a you. Kid. Like, I've never bought a pair of Nikes in my life because like the kids I didn't like wore Nikes. Yeah. And so like at thirty six, I won't buy Nikes. I was that way with uh, Weezer. Like all the like guys that I went to school with, the yeah, no, jerks suck. were really into Weezer, and I was like. <laughs> Uh, I don't like this band. And I listen to them I'm like, oh, this band is fine. <laughs> so if you're, when you're young, you just you associate things with other things, and it's stupid, and you should reevaluate everything every year of your life. Well, that's that's horrible because, like, I think good about advice. you know your own work and how you've like, if somebody had like a shitty roommate, they could make them hate your work 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because if they're just like showing up. I remember like, forming opinions. I remember forming opinions on just things my friends told me. Yeah. yeah. Like just oh, yeah. dumb stuff. Well, no, that happens all the time. It's like, oh, have you seen this movie? Oh, the, don't waste your time. It's not very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I heard it wasn't very good. Well, from who and why? <laughs> yes. Like, you, you, exactly. like, there's so many things. You just you just get like, oh, that guy. I heard that guy's a real jerk. And that's your only impression yeah. of a yeah. person you've never met. Right. Is that one person said they were a jerk. But that's all you have to go on. Yeah. And it does influence your feeling. Like, I kind of heard he was a jerk. But from who and why? <laughs> and I realized the other day, like, how much of. And the other day, I mean, my entire life, how much of of all of my ideas of cool are, came directly from Terminator Two? Like, yeah, Public Enemy, Guns and Roses, yeah. Um, Eddie Furlong, yeah. Oh. Uh, we got another donation from Brenda. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Brenda. We've passed the two hundred mark. Nice. Oh, I think we got more too, or something. Do we get more, Robin, or are you just coming in? No, we didn't get more. He's just coming in. We're losing the money. Someone keeps calling. He's going to answer the phone. Someone took away some money. Yeah, there we go. Uh, 604-822-8648 uh, to donate and uh, join the list of wonderful people whom I love that have given money. If you don't give money, I don't love you. Okay, family. Um, paying for it. Um, we got a question from uh, Colleen Cox in New York. Uh, she wants to know if you guys can see that website. Uh, MamaBliss.com, good or bad? What is it called? Mama Bliss. Mama Bliss? Yeah. She, uh... I don't know what it is. Oh, look at that. Oh, I know what that is. <laughs> it's good stuff. I love that site. <laughs> that site rules, man. I tried to get that guy to do a cover for Cinema Sewer, but he didn't go for it. I'm just going to say that website is not safe for work. It's, it's filthy. Depends uh, on your work, though. Yeah, actually, it's, uh, yeah. I guess I guess this is your work, isn't it, Robin? I think I know that guy. Does, <laughs> We're looking at it here. Does he do like? Uh, <laughs> he's not a flip giant, is he? But it's like I don't know. He's it's, he's a porn, he's a porn comic artist that puts yeah. stuff on online. Yeah, he does a lot. Of, he did, did some like cannibal comics, so didn't he? Where like yeah, there is yeah. There's a bunch of really. It's always of, a, it's weird. You'll read like comic about like some like giant woman or something. What was the giant woman comic he did? Did you read that one? I read too many, way too many porn comics online <laughs> to be out in public. And I'll remind people that Brandon will be doing a panel at uh, Emerald City with. Uh, did we talk about this earlier with Howard yeah. Chaykin? Okay. Yeah, and I think I'm just gonna shut up. And Matt Fraction. I think he's really into math. Yeah, he's gonna do uh, some equations for you. I think he's like three quarters of a comics writer. Is that a? Is that his real name? Mm-hmm. He's a math man. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it is his real name. That's weird. Know. I've never heard that name before. Like, I've heard his name before. I've never, <laughs> like, I've never heard of that fraction. You, you, you don't know Steve Fraction? Mm-mm. No. You don't know Math Fraction? No. <laughs> uh, 604 822 8648 to donate. Um, people keep calling. Are they just calling the wrong number? <laughs> don't call the studio. Call to donate. We want money. Uh, 604 822 <laughs> you guys just derail me all the time. Um, should I mention the comics that I have to give away again? Should I go through the list? There's a bunch of good stuff. You there's a bunch of good you'll stuff. Get some good comics. I don't think there's any. There's some. There's very few comics that I would turn down <laughs> from this list. Yes, there are lots of other comics you'd probably turn down. Yes, there we go. Um, new issue of Cinema Sewer and Sleazy Slice. Where can we get that in Vancouver? Uh, it's available at uh, Pulp Fiction Books at uh, Main and Broadway. And also RX Comics right next door. Uh, it's available at uh, Videomatica in its uh, newish location, uh, at uh, uh, which it shares with Zulu Records, uh, West Forth. 
Uh, and uh, where else? I guess that's kind of it. All the stores that I used to sell it at went out of business. I just moved back to the RX neighborhood, so I'm going to be loitering there again as usual. That you, was my like, going Oh, did to you move back? You moved back? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you're not back yet. I'm back after the con. In theory. Huh? Wow, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I, so I, why I are you really challenging him on Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're back when we say you're back. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really missed you when you moved away. I'm glad you're... Because uh, I, knew, I knew you wouldn't come around anymore. I was, cause, like, well, He's I was going to I was going to the downtown store, Golden Age, and the people that work there are really cool, but like it was kind of depressing to seeing... Because they don't have back issues, and so just seeing the new books that would come And everything's out, shrink-wrapped, and you want to go look at a book. It's like well, can't. the new stuff isn't, but, and, but they, they do have the giant... Um, stacks of weird old comics that are bundled together that are kind of cool yeah but that i really like at uh, like rx is such a fantastic store because you go in there and there's just like this like mass of stacks of, <laughs> of, of random back issues and stuff that you can always go through and so a lot of times i'll go in there and not even look at the new comics yeah and be like you know oh i just found a bunch of area 88 comics for a dollar this, <laughs> this is all i care about area 88 is that the thing that un squadron the super nintendo game was based off of yeah yeah uh, i love that game yeah. I, yeah we just went to rx today I actually picked up the new profit that came out yesterday oh thank you so i'm pretty excited oh, it looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on the radio and i'm telling people <laughs> you're supporting him <laughs> <laughs> Although I kind of am a brand new yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for buying my comic, Robin. <laughs> I'm like a, what, like a Scooby-Doo character. <laughs> You're the villain. Hey, what if there was a Scrappy-Doo of Snoopy? What would, is that what Woodstock is? <laughs> Weird. What if Woodstock was just a little dog in a bird costume? I would like that. That just blew your mind? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you, gentlemen, all for coming in today. I think uh, we're gonna leave us out with another uh, Pussy Brat song. I think we should. All right. Um, Can we how about the lyrics again? <laughs> <laughs> um, how about uh, let's do uh, track nineteen, uh, which is from a movie called Garage Girls from nineteen eighty one. There we go. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for coming in. Thank oh, did right. we get more? Yeah, we've got two new people. Two new people. Thank you, Shannon, and thank you, Mullen. We're up to 266.9. Oh, yeah! Yay! And if you call after three, um, you can still get more comics because I'm leaving them here. Just make sure you mention Ink Studs. And uh, I don't know what comics are left. I'll have to find out, I'm hoping. Are you? Are people choosing what they want over the phone? Or? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, 604-822-8648. And I'll leave us out with song. What show do we have on next? Thunderbird Eye, they're live from Quebec, doing their fun, fun drive show from Quebec. From oh, wow. Wales. There we go. Yeah. Sweet. We'll be right back. <laughs>